0: What up, party people? It's your boy, Tommy G here with episode 56 of the No Mercy podcast. This is a different one. We actually have video for this podcast. So make sure you head over. Let me make sure I get it right because I haven't been there as often. But make sure you head over to No Mercy on YouTube, No Mercy podcast, We are actually going to be dropping the first ever video podcast uh, of the No Mercy brand. Going to be doing a lot more of these. Got another big guest coming for you next week, which I'm not announcing for you just yet. But uh, on this one, I figured this was a good one to start the video with since we got my boy two-time Pro Bowl running back at a Kansas City Chiefs and Chiefs, Chiefs, an absolute flamethrower, Larry Johnson. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at two, the number two. Larry Johnson, seven at two Larry Johnson, seven. Uh, Every time he comes, he brings it. It's just straight heat from start to finish. Uh, We've been excited to get back together. We were talking that we're going to be doing more stuff together, a lot more video content that me and him are talking about doing going forward. So very excited to have my dude back. This is the third time he's been on No Mercy. So he's the first three time guest of No Mercy, and it'll probably end up being a 20 time guest uh, if this keeps up. But what do we go over today? I mean, what didn't we go over today? Uh, I knew I had an hour with him and tried to fire in as many topics that you guys asked me about on Instagram and social media to get to. So I jotted some of them down that we went over. We went over why Larry's not on Twitter anymore. Uh, his red pill moment. I'm going to turn my phone off. His red pill moment. Kwame Brown, Chrissy Teigen, who I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, Kid Cuddy, Freedom Phone, Candace Owens, COVID, the vaccine lockdowns. Women's soccer, trans women in the Olympics, why trans agenda? Uh, We went over Satanism, as you know, whenever Larry's on symbolism, uh, the Nephilim, the Bible. We asked Larry if space was faking gay. We went over everything. Uh, So we covered a lot of bases in just 60 minutes with LJ. And uh, as you guys know, today's a big day. Today's another revenge party. I was going to play the song, but we're new to YouTube here. At least I am. And I don't want to get banned. So I won't play this song, but you can go to my Instagram at Tommy G returns or go to my Twitter at Tommy G returns and uh, you'll see that uh, Miss Tegan came out today and said that she uh, maybe canceled forever, which I mean, and then she posted a video of her crying on Instagram like shut up, bitch. But anyway, the the negative about Christy Chrissy, keep coming back and uh, canceling herself and uncanceling herself is that every time she announces herself canceled again, I get to throw another party. So that's amazing. And that's fun. So I hope she does it all the time. So uh, I did a a little homage to Miss Tegan because a year ago, a year ago, Saturday will be the one year anniversary of my uh, Banniversary. And uh, Miss Tegan decided to quote tweet uh, as she was getting off on writing ha 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 and quote tweeting everything that happened when I got banned. She quote tweeted the suspension of my 250,000 verified account with bye with uh, like five Y's and seven E's. So uh, this morning when I saw her being canceled, I quote tweeted her announcement with the same bye and uh, did a little fun uh, how it started, how it's going thing with uh, Miss Tegan. But as you know. She is completely useless and irrelevant now to society. And I take credit for that. So if I uh, if I go down with this whole Internet whitewashing, calling us all domestic terrorists and everything that happens, uh, at least I could say I took one with me. So I got a got a got a got a scalp for the mantle. But uh, anyway, before we get to the show here, I just want to pay the bills. Make sure you get over to four deepbetscom Number four. Deep, D E E P, bets.com. Uh, that's, that company is the reason why we don't have to run a bunch of ads and do a bunch of stuff on here. So make sure you guys get over there, sign up. If you're interested in gambling or fantasy, uh, we've been absolutely killing it all year. Football's right around the corner. Uh, we're still in full blown baseball mode, though. I know a lot of people are doing drafts in July. Like, for what? Like, that's just because you don't have good baseball content. So we are killing it in esports, we're killing it in soccer tennis, Russian ping pong late at night, but slaying baseball. So we are still absolutely destroying it over there. We have two promos going on for you guys. If you want to get involved, I'm in the discord all the time over there for DFS and for gambling. So uh, if you want to just shoot the uh, S-H-I-T, you could head over there to number four, deepbets.com Four for deep And uh, you could use two codes. So one code, it's like 37 bucks for a week. So you could use no mercy 20 which will get you 20% off anything on the site. Uh, the merch that we dropped is already discounted 20%. So that's got a 20% discount built in. But you could use promo code mercy20, 20% discount. So basically, you can get in for the DFS. I think that's $14 a week. You can get in for like 10 bucks, And for the whole betting package for seven days, all the picks, all the discords, all the tools, you can get in that for under 30 bucks. So it's a no-brainer. Uh, like I said, we just dropped merch. So we dropped the four deep merch over there. There's another promo code you could use if you want. You could sign up for any of the packages, uh, the gambling packages, that is, and use code FREE SHIRT, FREE SHIRT. And guess what you get? You get a free shirt. Yeah, very creative. I thought of that myself. So uh, that's for all the tank tops and t shirts over there. All right. So you get a free $37 t shirt or $35 t shirt for, uh, for a $29 membership. So uh, those are fire. Check it out. And then I have some big announcements coming next week. Uh, on the conspiracy front so uh get ready for that buckle up big guest, big announcements uh something you guys have been waiting for so uh that's it we are ready to rock hit it miyagi
1: mercy is for the weak we do not train to be merciful here a man face you he is enemy enemy deserve no mercy oh.
0: what up let's get weird it's your boy tommy g here with episode 56 of the no mercy podcast we had a little hiatus we brought it back last week i promised you we were going to bring the fire going forward and the first guest of season three my dude you guys know him very well he's been on here twice before two of the most popular most downloaded episodes we've ever had former two-time pro poll running back for the kansas city chiefs now making waves all across the social media world Larry Johnson, my boy. What up, LJ? What's up? What's up, family? Not much, bro. So a lot going on. A lot to talk about here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I want to first start because I get this question a lot. Obviously, me and you have kind of been through this journey together, right? We met through T. Rich and, you know, done a couple shows together, gotten close as friends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people keep asking, why is Larry Johnson's Twitter still there? But Larry Johnson's not there. So they think you're not tweeting. So fill them in a little bit about what happened, by the way, at 2.0. Larry Johnson
2: 7 on Instagram is still live. This is what happened. They're, they're starting to send out uh, dummy links, like viruses. And I just happened to click on it. I got a, a link saying I needed to change my Twitter passcode. And so when I kept going to the email, I was like, I didn't need my Twitter passcode change. So I left it alone. Mm-hmm. But they kept sending them. And the the two, like the two-step authentic. Often, Authenticator thing, thing yeah. yeah, it got knocked off. It got turned off for some reason. I went to change my Twitter passcode. It was the wrong link. And then for somehow they just locked me out of the account. So I tried to go to appeal, said, well, what's going on? I mean, I'm not. It's not suspended. It's not deleted. It's just sitting dead. So I just can't have access to it until Twitter actually goes into Twitter support and go through my, you know, to reset the passcode, but it won't let me for some reason. So that's why I'm, and it somehow, it, it unfollowed everybody that I was following. So I know people be like, man, he unfollowed me. Like, no, I didn't unfollow you. Somebody hacked my account and unfollowed everybody. I just can't get access to it right now.
0: I don't think it's somebody. I think we know who it was. I think this is just a way of getting you off Twitter, right?
2: It's, it's it, That's kind of coincidence too, because after I got off Twitter, they... I just know how they work. They have to have a controlled opposition. So what they did was bring up Kwame Brown to create this whole thing between Matt Barnes. And then now he has a YouTube show. And all he's doing is going through all like me and you. They're going through all of our Twitter uh, things that we talked about on Twitter. That was, you know, conspiracy Arch- theories Herschel. and they're letting him say it, but say it in such a, an accent where the dummies could follow it. And that's that's kind of where he's at right now. So they're they're knocking real people that's talking about secret societies, Freemasons, Jesuits. They're removing that and and going back to the surface and saying, well, BET is owned by white folk. Everybody knows BET. BET is ran by Viacom. Viacom is ran by Bob Backish. We don't want to go there, but that's you can dig out and and say names, but they don't ever say names. So that's why, you know, this is what they're doing to kind of stop the the spread of uh, information.
0: And they, I mean, I've been through it. You know, we've been through it together. I got my whole Twitter wiped out. Uh, we'll talk about Chrissy Teigen in a minute. Uh, had a little revenge party today on her. But talk about Kwame Brown because I know a lot of people who are who are involved in this. When you say that, some people don't know what's really going on, what the whole deal is with Kwame Brown. I'm going to let you put it in your words because you are articulate it better than I will.
2: No, basically what he did was a guy who was a nobody.
0: In and the NBA. this is
2: this is the age where. The African-American community is stuck on drama. As much as they talk about Tyler Perry, that is what this whole community surfaced themselves around is that type of drama. They got Clubhouse. They got every different type of app for African-Americans to, to funnel themselves into to, to, under, to, to go through drama. And it's really high school. It's, it's just drama. So him coming out saying all he said about Matt Barnes for some for some odd reason why he brought Matt Barnes up, I have no idea. But he was an easy target to go at. So he brought up, and then then he get comes comes in with a already YouTube show like, up. It was already ready to rock like it was ready to rock already to switch and it was, <laughs> it was literally he went from his car to now he has a, a podcast <laughs> studio <laughs> like, he's, he's got like, better you know, setups I than love,
0: us and we've been doing it for a
2: year right everybody's like yo I, man, man I, I love Cormie Brown like no me and you were talking about doing podcast shows almost three or four months before we got it going yeah. Right. And he got it going like just like that. And just right. to funnel black people again into something silly where you don't really get information. You're getting what everybody like people like us have been regurgitating for years. Yep.
0: And and I feel like that's what's been going on. Right. Exactly what you're saying. Like they're wiping out the source. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we are the source. We were creating content. Right. A lot of these people just even even the people got big within our movement. Were A lot of retweets, a lot of opinions on it. You know, I was writing 50 part threads. You were doing 10 minute videos like we were really trying to unearth stuff that was original content. And now they're just watering it down, putting in some puppets name and spreading it everywhere and and almost discrediting and and just watering down everything that we've been doing.
2: Exactly. That's why we kind of when you brought up the Candace Owens with this whole app thing and people Mm -hmm. need to understand it doesn't matter where you go on Wi-Fi. It's going to be seen and controlled by the government. I don't care where you think you're going to go, where the government's not going to spy on you. It's going to get spied on. All they're doing now is since they wiped out all the good information off Twitter, now they're trying to find, re- find avenues for people who can still speak the way we speak that's clever enough to go past Q. Now they want them funneling into that app and so they can take that and turn it into another psyop. Like yep. the government don't know as much as you think they know. Nope. They watch us and see what we learn and then try to use it against us. Yep. And and one of the terms that we use a lot that you'll hear us say, you hear me say
0: on the podcast all the time is a honeypot, right? Mm-hmm. A honeypot is basically what LJ just talked about. It's a place that they funnel all of us to because they don't have as much control over our speech and they don't have an ability to monitor 350 million people in the United States through the tech. So what they did with Parlor, we were one of the first people ever to talk about Parlor being a honeypot. My boy Bob's lessons, my cousin, came on here and said they're trying to funnel everyone to parlor. And I don't even know if you notice, LJ, when you got on Parlor. In order to get verified on there, they made you list three other social media platforms where you had a 100,000 followers on. And once you started tweeting on Parler, they just started wiping out all those other things. So this Freedom Phone with Candace Owens that she's promoting her promo code everywhere on it, it just seems like a trap to me. It seems like a complete trap. They're trying to get us all on one phone so they could have all our information right there to go through it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, What's your take on Kansas? Uh, There's there's going to be questions that I ask you that I know to answer to just because I know other people don't. So what's your take on Candace Owens, who's been the face of black female conservative Twitter?
2: I don't mind her. Like some things she says I can agree with, some things that she says I don't agree with. Because I don't pay attention to all that politics, politician stuff because I know it's controlled by both sides of the same bird. So I don't really get into all that. But I but certain things that she talks about when it talks about the hypersexuality, you know, hypersexuality of black women in media and the Democratic Party. I agree with her on that because black folk from since slavery don't understand the Democratic Party is the one that created the KKK. All that voter fraud, that voter suppression came from the Democratic Party. And people, oh no, the parties will switch. No, it was not because if you go through all the way up to all the way up to. Um, The mayor governor who stood out front of that college in Alabama, he was a Democrat. Like, if you go through, like, Nick Pick all the way up to Joe Biden, they pretty much, their stance has always been to keep African Americans dumbed down and under control. And I don't, why they don't wake up to this? Because they see on mainstream media, always Trump, always, you know, the January 6th thing, then it was KKK. If you keep mentioning those things as a package, Yeah, you're dumb enough to believe it. But if you go through and actually dig into the deep and you go underneath the surface, you see where the real racism is. So how does it how does it stop?
0: I mean, because there's a lot I know you're a very religious person. Uh, You talk about things being biblical a lot, right? Like so a lot of people ask all the time, how does this end? They ask me, does this end good? Does this end bad? My take on it is there's going to be some you know, hypothetical blood in the streets or physical blood in the streets before this ends. But how does this stop? Because every time we look up, it's getting worse and worse and worse.
2: It's not going to stop, man. I think people need to stop relying on the government thinking it's going to have a backstop to it. I'm telling you, it's going to keep going until they legalize pedophilia, which is what they're inching to do. And once they get past pedophilia and once they get tired of children, they're going to get into zoophilia. You already have Funny, corny stories about women marrying their dogs, or people marrying their pets, or marrying the lampshade. It's going to, it's, it's a spiritual thing to see how debased we can make the human being that's all it's about how far can we go into the gutter into the trash there is no backstop to it because it has to come to a, re- a correction and the only way you could do that is if you go to ground zo- ground zero of what they want everybody to be they want everybody to rape and molest children and they want people to laugh in the streets to be naked in the streets they want everybody to be naked and it's just hedonism that's what they want
0: yep yeah and, and i think the funny thing is like you hear people say that, like you could say something that like zoophilia and, and all this stuff and they'll go crazy. I'm reading right here. I just found this the other day. The German experiment that placed foster children with pedophiles. This had been going on for 50 years. They were doing experiments by putting uh, ped- foster children with pedophiles. We see everything that went on with Epstein Island. We see everything that's gone on up and down and sideways. All the pedophilia stuff, cuties on Netflix. And people just think this is like coincidental. They don't understand that this is this is their end game. Right. So when it comes to those of us that speak out against it, that's what gets us knocked off. Right. Like too much pedophilia talk is, I think, what got Wayfair, got me kicked and Chrissy Teigen and all that. But where do you as far as what's the next step? Because it's just a gradual process. Like what needs to be done by us in order to stop this from happening, considering when we speak out, they just whitewash us from the Internet.
2: I would say stop. I would say leave that whole coronavirus thing alone. Just leave it alone because they're now they're going. They'll get from Q QAnon. They wipe that out. Now they're looking for misinformation, disinformation on this virus is not even killing people is you basically get a cough. You get chest pains and that only people that's taken out is people who are already old, already sick Mm -hmm. and already not living healthy anyways. And they don't want anyone talking about that. I would say leave that alone. I would say start waking up people individually and personally, like start creating a barrier around yourself. Talk to your neighbor, talk to your friends. Once you start doing that, People stop ratting you out. And I think we're going to come to a point where they're going to find out who's not vaccinated. And what they're going to do is show up to your neighbor's house, say, hey, is anybody around here not vaccinated? The one thing you don't want no. them to do is point to your house no. and, come, and come in and talk to you. But this is where we're at. We're at where people have no loyalty to no one. And everyone's scared of what the government may do or might do. I just say you, you better start being spiritually sound and understanding who your friends and enemies are and learn and go from there.
0: I mean that's that's the biggest thing right now, right? They're starting this snitch culture, you know, where everyone's supposed to rat on each other. Wearing, wearing a mask, social distancing, not getting vaccinated—that that's what they want. They want to they want us to police ourselves, right? Get the brainwashed people to rat on the free thinkers.
2: And we already doing that. People think, oh no, we, we're not going to get the China system, the social credit system. Yeah, we are. We're already what there. Y'all, what have you been doing in the restaurants. Y'all been yelping them. And yep. when you get Uber, what you been doing? Rating the Uber driver. Yep. We be close to that point anyway.
0: People throwing parties when they hit 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 followers on Twitter or get verified. You know, we already are in a social credit system that right. I don't know if you've seen it or if anyone else that episode of Black Mirror, which is crazy, that girl, uh, you might not have seen it, LJ, but she's got a phone and everything they do is based on a social credit score. So if I see you out in public and I'm mean to you, you mm-hmm. basically do this with your phone and you give me a thumbs down and right. my I could sit on a plane in certain spots. I can't get into certain restaurants or lease apartments. Based on that social credit score,
2: and that's where we're going. I I mean, you know me and you. (laughs) We're gonna be be part of the (laughs) one star crew.
0: We're gonna be we're gonna be in a cardboard box under a bridge somewhere. Me and you're doing. But
2: the thing is, I I don't want to be around these people anyway. These people getting increasingly narcissistic and stupid. So why I don't want to be where they are anyway. So I'm good with my one star. I'll be at home then.
0: Yeah, well, don't worry. (laughs) We'll, We'll find a nice little place and we'll we'll have a little box and we'll we'll have two tin cans doing a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> the, what have you seen as far as because I know I've seen everything's gone like 360 with me personally, where everyone thought I was absolutely crazy for about 40 years of my life. Yeah. And then over to the summer into last year, when Epstein popped and Wayfair popped, people started being, you know, all right, maybe there's something here. And now it's basically like you said, it's divided where those people that aren't red pilled by now, I ain't got time to wake them up. Like I'm looking to unite red pilled people. What are you seeing? Because you came in hot like you
2: like what are you seeing from the people around you? The thing I wish I could do and come back on Twitter is have my I told you so party. And we haven't talked since since then. I told people it's coming up on his anniversary anyway. August. 2019 that the NFL and the NBA were going to start flirting with this whole LGBTQ agenda and what happened the last <laughs> the last Oops. couple of months. Now they did an LGBTQ PSA. Mm-hmm. Now guys are coming out gay. Guys coming out bisexual. Yep. And I told you this was going to happen. And they probably blasted and try to say I was homophobic which is, the, the term in, in itself is stupid. But that's what I told people was going to happen. They're going to keep going until everybody is you know, are all twisted up. And now the guy from guy NHL, he just came out saying he was gay. Like, it hey, won't stop. Baseball is next. Like, it's, that's where it's going.
0: I think you actually said this year when we were on the podcast together, I think you actually almost called it to the to the day. that that was going to start happening. So explain to people out there, because I got we get new listeners all the time, especially when we took some time off. We had a lot of new listeners that there was their first episode was last episode. So Uh go back and listen to the LJ episodes. We did two of them. One of the first ones I ever did here. I think it was right before the John McAfee episode. But explain to people why, because everyone who comes to me, it's a long explanation, right? It's not something you could write in a tweet. When they say, why would they want men to be more like women, women to be more masculine? Why are they looking for one gender? Why this trans movement? So give them a deep dive into why that is critical for their agenda.
2: I, I think if people do not understand biblical matters, I'll sum it up for you this way. When Adam was created, Eve came from Adam. Satan has this perversion that he can manipulate it and put both of those back together. That's how he sees it. He doesn't, he doesn't create anything, he manipulates everything that's been out. So what they're wanting to do is to switch the genders so people can be more controllable. They've done this in, if you go, if you look at uh, Kay Pollard Griggs, she did a, a amazing seven hour interview about her husband being involved with the military, CIA and the Cherry Marines. And what they do is pick guys who are susceptible to homosexuality bring them into the military and that's what they've been doing and that's how they're easily controlled by switching the genders by getting them to be homosexuals they are easily controlled and that's all it is when you take masculinity out of everything you're not getting people to grab ar-15s and fighting back against the government you're not you go to door to door, you get punched in the mouth at, like 10 years ago. Now you you go door to door, you knock on the door. The guy probably turn around and go behind his wife or bend around and get ready to take one up the butt. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what masculinity is now. And right. that's what they want. They want you easily controllable.
0: And then a lot of people ask the same question of we keep talking about the symbolism, like you're the king of the symbolism, right? A lot of the stuff that I post is, is bit from you. And I try to give you as credit as often as possible for that. But People ask me the question all the time. Why? Why the symbolism? Why would they put it right in front of our face? They can't be that stupid. And I try to explain to them that's part of their game. It's part of their religion. It's part of Satanism where they have to show it to us. So explain people that why this symbolism is so blatant and getting more blatant
2: now, because it's a spiritual rule that they have to abide by. They have to tell you what they're going to do so you can be in agreement with it. They cannot operate without you being in agreement to it. There are forces that will stop them from doing what they want to do if we spiritually awaken to not follow along with it. And the reason why you see symbols, why you see the triangle, the pedophile, the number 33 is because they need you to be in agreement, and they can't make a step forward unless you wake up. And I think that's why you see it so many times. Like now, if you go see movies, I don't care, from the 80s, 90s on, and you keep seeing like the black and white checkerboard or or the swirl and all that, they need that those. Yeah, those symbols need to be engraved in your mind. So when we talk about pedophilia now, we talk about the FBI codes, you laugh at it because you've been seeing it subconsciously all your life and didn't think anything of it.
0: And that's why I think they put it and we've spoken about this before, why they tend to put it the most in children's shows and comedy movies. Right. So that you don't take it seriously when you see
2: it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's that's a big thing that I think people need to look into, especially when you go back and look at stuff that you never realized that was there. You know, that's why they say once you take the red pill, you know, it's hard to it's hard to turn around. Right. You can't stop seeing it. And I got about 20 questions today and I don't even know the answer to this, that um, you were you were running in that circle with Jay Z and all those dudes back in the day, right? So, for people who don't know, you were you were not a good football player. You were the greatest running back in the NFL for a period of time, and with that came a lot of fame and notoriety. And you were running with Jay Z and all those guys. What was your red pill moment? What was the moment when you kind of realized
2: something's wrong here? Or and then how did you escape it? Uh... To tell you the truth, when people like every time I speak about Freemasons and they go, oh, but you were doing this. I was doing it from the, of a, as a surface like guy like you're not they're not going to tell me just like they're not going to tell us now that these symbols mean this means that you never hear any of these Freemasons say this is what we mean. You never hear them say that. So when I was close to that, close to those entities and close to those people, I'm thinking like it's you know, a music label. I'm thinking yep. it is just a part of the culture, hip hop yep. culture. So I was just was doing it and not knowing why I was doing it. My red pill moment actually came on the, in the backside of my career when Todd Haley was coach. Mm-hmm. And I was 70 yards away from breaking Priest Holmes' all-time uh rushing record with KC. Mm-hmm. And I felt I felt them managing that game. I felt them managing and not letting me Get close to that. They were right. pulling me out. They left Matt Castle in At the time we were getting blown up by San Diego, and I went. I was seventy yards away, and I kept. I could have done it, but they and were. That's changing. a huge
0: record. Yeah.
2: Right. So they were changing the offense around, and then when we, lo- we were losing, they pulled me out of it. I can. I couldn't go back in. Trust me, I tried to. I was like, yeah. Yeah, let me go back in. Let me go back in. He said, no, 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 and he let Matt Castle begin. You know, finish and finish the whole game. So I was like, man, something ain't right. So then I said something on Twitter. I talked about how the coach, uh, I said a homophobic slur and, you -hmm. know, TV people picked it up. And so they released me right before the Oakland game. So I was like, all right, I'll take that one. I'll take that. And then I started sitting back and watching NFL. I watched, of course, watch Tom Brady. And then we got to that NFC championship game with the Saints and the Rams. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I looked at that pass interference. There's no way that ref should have missed that call. And then to find out that the, all those refs, which is it's not that they can't do this, is have the same refs managing the game that's from the same city that the team is playing in. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that don't seem right. Mm-hmm. So then when it got to the Super Bowl, you have the fastest backfield. The St. Louis Rams, I mean, the L.A. Rams had the fastest backfield. How do you let Julian Edelman get MVP by running in, five-yard in-routes and drags? And that's all he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the, the defense. And see, that's why people don't understand when I say, when they ask me, oh, is the game rigged? And I, and I point them to this, this specific moment, people act dumbfounded. They still don't get it. <clears throat> they were playing cover three far back off of him. And the linebackers was, was playing so far up that Julian Alman was hitting the sweet spot. He was going five to 10 yards and making in routes and catching them and being able to run. And now you have the fastest backfield. Why wouldn't nobody why wouldn't they change to put somebody on him? He he's not that fast. Right. He's not. Right. You put Marcus Peter on him, he's shutting them down. Yeah. But he's allowed to roam and, and go. I mean, they manage these games and people don't understand. Well, why would they do that? You thinking and as we played as kids, so it's competitive. But you have to understand, we practice a set play and a defense that we go against that we could beat a certain play on. So if you have offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and they say, hey, we want a touchdown this game. We want to touch, we want the we want to up the score for the for gambling purposes. Mm-hmm. There's a defense that the defensive coordinator can pick, and there's an offense, there's an offensive play that the offensive coordinator can pick. And it's there. We all have set places. We don't freestyle out there. Right. We really don't. Everything is everything is placed where it's supposed to be. If a DB is out of out of pocket or out of line and a receiver goes over the top, it's a play that that's structured to do that. We right. don't freelance anything.
0: And I was like when people ask me all the time is I'm Italian from North Jersey, right? So this is like the mob roots up here. And my grandfather won't get into it, but had a lot of friends who were who were on that side of things and himself also. And he used to talk to me when I was young about the fixing games and the rigging games in the NFL. Obviously, a lot of times maybe he didn't understand why that there was a this you know global cabal that was a part of it or whatever. But he used to say, Tommy, it's a business. And he's like, if you think the quarterback and the running backs are the ones fixing the games, it's usually not them. It's the officials and the coaches. So would you would you come from that same? I could see by you nodding you would. But do you agree on the same thing? It comes from the top. It's not it's not Priest Holmes or Larry Johnson fixing the game. It's Todd Haley calling the plays.
2: It's people calling the plays. And they they have it just like the Bilderbergers have a meeting almost Mm -hmm. every year before they before they tear up this world. They have a meeting. Mm -hmm. They have a secret meeting, all politicians, all the richest people have a meeting. The NFL before every season, the coaches and owners have a meeting before everything is is played out. That's why you keep seeing the same teams. Look look at it this way. Tampa Bay, every every, three Tampa Bay teams made it to the championship in one year. And then next year, it'd be somewhere else, that there'd be three, four teams from that specific city going to the championship league. It's not just football, it's all sports. And they do this because they have some weird, they get a weird hard-on for Jomantria. Everything has to add up to a number because mm-hmm. the Freemasons, they worship numbers. <clears throat> and the th- it's the same thing with back in the old school day. If you know anything about Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb was fixing games too. And mm-hmm. Ty Cobb was a Freemason. Babe Ruth was a Freemason. hmm you go back, Freemasonry goes back a long time ago. Oh, yeah. No, you're talking hundreds of years.
0: Yeah. And, and when we talk about sports, obviously, we see what's going on with the Olympics right now. Um, who knows if they'll even end up having it with everything that's going on here? But I'm sure you've seen these uh, trans athletes entering the Olympics now. You got a former male powerlifter basically cutting his junk off and running around. And now he's competing against the women. Part of me sees this. And I love it. I'm like, blow it up, right? Because this will right, put a spotlight right. on it and get everyone pissed off. So right, right. let them all in. Let's get the feminists wild out right. the other side, too. So what's right. your take on this old trans movement in the Olympics?
2: And the thing is, people don't understand. There's other, there's undercover trans in those things. that mm-hmm. this doesn't qualify. They're not saying they're trans, mm-hmm. but they are. If you just look at some of them, that's the thing is why I said this on Twitter. I said this a long time ago. Men have been so under a spell with this androgynous that you've been watching in Hollywood, you've been watching women that just not really look at the mm-hmm. you know, girl that was on the Sports Illustrated. She looks like he looks like a woman. As you've been seeing that so long, you don't know what real women's bodies and physiques look like. So now you accept everything as is. And that's what they wanted. That's why this androgynous thing started, you know, back in the day with Prince. I mean, it isn't it didn't work on us. Right. Like we none of us wanted to be like Prince. Right. But you know, now this generation has phones and they constantly see a perversion of the sexes and genders that you don't know who's who. And and there's some of them that's flying underneath the radar.
0: Listen, I've been on some of those webcam sites. It's not fun when you get that red pill moment that night when you're like, "Uh oh, (laughs) right, right, (laughs) no, my bad. But uh, but I think part of the reason why when you say things like our generation, because we're around the same age, our generation never experienced it or didn't fall for it, I think you said, which is the right way to put it. I think part of the reason with that because there was no Internet, there wasn't much TV. We had like seven channels growing up. And most of our parenting was done by our parents, right? So if you had strong parents giving you strong disciplines and instilling things in you now, if you look at it, most of the coaching or programming is done by the internet. I mean, even when these kids are sitting at dinner with their family, they're like this, right? They're, they're getting conditioned and brainwashed. So talk to me a little bit about the brainwashing process and how they're attacking people from every angle right now, nowadays, where the parental that uh, nuclear family is basically just being destroyed.
2: I mean, it, it deteriorated over time because what you see in TV shows, what you saw in media is what kids growing up wanting to relate to what they see on TV. And I never understood this. Like when we grew up, we saw all types of movies. We saw Commando, we saw Predator, we saw all these hyper masculine movies, but not once did we, Get mad that we didn't see ourselves on TV. Right. And I think this generation. I mean, they're kind of smart, but at the same time, they're vulnerable, and they want to see themselves on being, you know, being relative, relative mm-hmm. on screen. So they, if they, if they show a guy with purple hair, who goes by non-binary names or pronoun names, somebody, some kids like, I can be this. I want to be different, and the more different they try to be, they're all actually, actually acting the same way. Yeah. And I think we were outside more, too. I mean, yeah. We went outside like we didn't have phones all in the day. We went outside.
0: Your punishment was to go to your room like right. that's like, that like the worst. Think about that. That's all they do now. Like you can't mm-hmm. get them out of the room. Like when your right. parents told you go to your room, like the other thing I think people forget when we were younger, like our parents didn't have tracking devices on us. Me and my boys would go out and play basketball. Second, it would get dark. We were supposed to go home. We'd get on our bikes and run off. Right. Like, they didn't know where we were for eight hours till one in the morning playing manhunt in the streets.
1: Right. And, so they, and, they,
2: go on, go on. So they say, look, they looked at us and said, all right, we need a device that they need in their hands every single day. And people, well, I speak on the African-American community. Back in the 90s, everybody like Aaliyah, Escape, Total, we had some of the cutest girls mm-hmm. wearing, they, you know, they were dressed up as men. And they thought that was going to switch us. That was some, that was somehow like the, it was going to get women to be more masculine, but men, we didn't care because at that time we saw him as cute. We were still right. like, man, I want Aaliyah baggy right. jeans yeah. and all
0: that. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah. TLC like, and all yo, that. We is. was like, I'm going
2: to go meet Aaliyah yeah. and we're going to go start dating. We didn't yep. care about all that. And the girls didn't dress that way either. It was still, we didn't, it's just, we weren't programmed that way.
0: Yeah. And I don't think we fell for it at all. I mean, I know you got a stance on this uh, Kid Cuddy thing. Uh, you want to talk about that for a minute?
2: I mean, it's just silly. He disabled his comments. Well, tell people not what because, happened, because a lot of people don't know what's, what happened with him. Right. It, he didn't disable his comments because, you know, he felt like he was being bullied. I mean, the man went out there and doing a whole dress for Kurt Cobain and then did a curtsy at the end of his performance. And then people went on about that. So now he get his nails painted and now he disabled the comments. That's not why he did it. He disabled them because everybody's starting to wake up to the humiliation uh, rituals. rituals. So everybody was in those comments. It's a humili- humiliation ritual. You're doing this for fame. you doing it for fame. It was a sacrifice. Now people know what goes on. They We've have, we have had so far three or four art- music artists that have lost family members or athletes lost a mother. And they're now being put in the spotlight. Shaqara Richardson lost her mother. Her. And then now yeah, Now look at where she's at now. Right. You had Keisha Cole lost her mother. You had Lil Baby lost uh, a parent or, or, or a child, whatever. Fetty Wap lost a child. Like, it just don't stop. People thinking that people are not going to wake up to this. But if you look at all the celebrities, including, 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 including Kanye West's mom, it's all sacrifices. Now they're trying to get people to, to, to reel, reel them back in to feeling sorry for him. But he's a mason. He's a prince Hall. Mm-hmm. They're all a part of that. Yep. They need to sacrifice. They need to give up blood to remain a billionaire, to remain in the status quo. I don't be feeling sorry for these people. So, Kid Cudi, disabled his comments to try to feminize black men specifically. They are clowns to me. I stopped speaking out on it because it made it made it seem like I was hating them, mm-hmm. and I ain't trying to get hit for hate speech. So, I I I'd rather get banned for clown speech because I'd be clowning them.
0: Right. Exactly. And I think that's the funny thing when they they come at me all the time, like, "Oh, you're getting soft," or "You're a shill," or "You're not doing." And it's like, listen, the, where are your 50 part threads? And it's like, do you want me here or do you want me to drop one banger and be gone again? Like, right. which do you want? Like, I, I'll speak like this on the podcast. I'll speak like this personally in a discord. But on social media, our, our goal there is to make an impact and reach as many people as possible. So yeah. if I go drop and fire like Chrissy Teigen didn't have a miscarriage. That video got me banned again from everywhere and yeah people loved it <laughs> and it went viral and i spoke for a lot of people but now i had to start back over and people couldn't find me so uh speaking of chrissy teigen uh almost on the one-year anniversary when i got suspended from twitter it was uh july 24th of last year and she wrote bye above uh above my my tweet mm-hmm. so uh she posted today that she thinks she may be canceled for good so I wrote by above her tweet. So uh got my little revenge there. But what should take on Teagan? We haven't talked much uh, on the podcast, at least since that. What do you think's it going was, on here? Because she's done. It now. Was,
2: right? It was another say it was it's just her whole career and who she is is silly. Yeah. Like it started out problem. during right during the witching months. She had that sacrifice on October. Then what you moon? see her. Look, listen, 20, 30 days after that, him and John, her and John Legend was on. Um, uh, was it? Uh, Life was cereal. They was on a cereal box.
0: Oh, they were on a cereal box. We did. Cereal box right after that, wearing
2: red and black, which is all everybody knows that Satanist colors. Right. And then she comes back on, feels offended because she's putting her children in pizza things and getting mad at us for picking it up. Then she leaves, then comes back like it's it's just stupid. It's trying to get people who are in, in tune with Hollywood celebrity to feel sorry for her. Mm hmm. And that's what they want. They want people to feel sorry for it. And I think people are waking up to a point where it's just not happening as much as they want it to happen for.
0: And and the the gig is up when you look at, you know, someone like her, like I, how how close are you to it? That like, who do you think is going to be next or who do you see starting to melt down in a Tegan like fashion? Or who do you think they're about to start promoting? I was talking about Devin Booker looks like he's, he's about to be moved up into that lebron james level over the next few years or kobe comparison who do you see coming up or or moving down based on what you're seeing around the around the sports world or entertainment
2: i see the guy i don't know his name but it's a kid that plays for he's in they're in the finals what's the what's the two teams that's in the finals
0: oh yeah the Suns. the the Suns and the fucking bucks I Pops. think
2: the guy. I think is a light skin kid from the Suns. I think.
0: Yeah, Booker, Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah, he's, he's dating, definitely dating, that guy. Dayton Jenner, Dayton, one of the Kardashian girls.
2: When when that happens, that's when he's been, he, he's getting boosted.
0: He's yeah, getting it's boosted. it's funny because I thought they were basically going to try and basically set the Suns up to win with Chris Paul being tight for LeBron for the social issues, no. Devin Booker being brought up, but uh, that didn't happen. Chris Paul had a bad wrist in that too. And so
2: Chris Paul plus Chris Paul is like he's not he's not that. He's, I mean, he's a marketable guy, but he's married. He like he's not he's not that type of material that they can, they can put him out they there really and do and much with. Him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what's your take? I mean, a lot of people don't know your stance on the whole BLM movement and everything that went on there. Like it seems like that's starting to fizzle, right? What's the next thing they're doing or what's your take on how that's going? I think right they're now? done
2: with that. I think they've yeah. gotten all they got out of it. It's, it's done. It can't be BL, black lives matter. Can't come back. it be, it could be six people killed in police brutality victims today. And it won't. It won't work the same. It'll just be back to individual groups or somebody else get risen up. And it, I think it's over. I think already you're not going to want to hear much about police brutality anymore, even though it's, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. But you're not hearing the storylines because you know everybody found out about the girl getting the whole mansion and getting property, and everybody's getting rich and going off and doing their own thing individually. I think it's. I, I've never believed in it, and people. Just like Colin Kaepernick, and I've always had a problem with that. People, you know, call me a hater, or whatever. I don't care. Like I don't follow behind people that they placed. Once I know who's, who's controlling them, and it's always led by, either a Greek organization or Freemasons or Jesuits. I can keep. I can go through anybody they put on TV, and I I keep ending up in the Vatican. So that's why I don't follow mm-hmm. anything these people do.
0: And I don't think people understand. I mean, all you need to do sometimes you could just simplify it. Just we we're talking about sacrifices and stuff before this stuff has gone on forever. Watch any movie, watch any old school movie where they're talking about warriors and gladiators and they got Gargoyle. They're always sacrificing children to the gods. Right. right. Like this has been something that's going on forever. And then you get some people out there, you know, because everyone's of a different religion, race, creed. People have different beliefs. But people come to me all the time and go, Satan isn't real. And I go, OK, bet. Time out. Let's say you're right. OK, you don't have to believe what anyone else believes. But do you believe that there are people that believe Satan is real? Because that's all that matters. Satan isn't there doesn't need to actually be a Satan for people to worship it. You're allowed to believe whatever you want. You just need to know that there's this big fraction of people that do believe it. And give me some of the things that they need to do and why they're doing this and what their goal is, what their end game is with everything they're doing. The Satanists.
2: It's just for everybody to accept it. If you if you remember when Hillsong, when that when Pastor Carlos came down That's the whole plan. Mm -hmm. The whole plan now is to move Christians. That's who they really trying to get after. Mm -hmm. And because Albert Pike has said this, and all the world wars that he predicted, they want to go after Islam and they want to go after Christianity. They want to make Christians accept a Luciferian doctrine by merging all religions into the Vatican so you already accept Satanism. And If you're a Catholic, you should already know what you're doing is is satanism light. That's what you already practice. All those rituals they're doing, and they don't really open up scripture. They don't talk about anything spiritual. But if you go th- if you go through all those type of rituals, you go through everything they're trying to do with Satanists, they want everybody to accept it. And while doing that, that means everybody's susceptible to blood sacrifices, pedophilia, burning children. They want that so well spread out so they don't have to worry about you finding light or anybody finding light. It makes you really them not to ever have to control everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They want to be able to say, all right, now we don't have to keep putting it in movies and TV shows. We can now we can take that out of the way because they already accepted it. Now all the brainwashing and music can just go away now. They have accepted it. So now everybody's going one direction.
0: And and I think that's it all does head back to the Vatican, everything. I mean, whether you look at the Pope's hall being a serpent's mouth, whether you talk about, you know, drinking blood. I mean, what do you do when you're going to, drinking, drinking the blood of Christ, eating the body of Christ, you know, a lot of this stuff does tie back to it. And I mean, we all know the pedophilia stuff with the Catholic Church that that goes back deep. So to not make a tie in there is uh, is pretty insane. But I get a question about you a lot, Uh, not about you personally, but about your take regarding the earth and space, which doesn't seem to be something you talk about very much. I don't know if you even have a strong take on it, because you seem to be very outspoken on the things you have strong takes on. And the things you don't, you just kind of leave alone. What's your take on flat Earth, hollow Earth, space in general, firmament?
2: I don't. I mean, I don't really have a take on the hollow. earth. I heard this a, a lot, but I but I look at it as a spiritual matter. When Lazarus, uh, the rich guy who went into the bottomless pit, went into Sheol, which you could call it, say it was hollow Earth, and uh, a guy died, and he went into Abraham. Uh, another guy, another poor guy went into Abraham's bosom. And Lazarus was like, Well, let people know on the top that it's re- that it's real down here. we <laughs> tortured and tormented down here. He said, No. He said, if they don't listen, they said they got Moses, they got Yahushua, they got Christ. They said, if they won't listen to them, you what I'm telling them will never need to travel up there. They got them. So I think when you can when it comes to space and the firmament, I posted a great video about uh Bezos's fate and Bezos and Branson's fake little tour up to space. Yeah. If I show, I put a video that's it's hard to debunk. I show that when they send rockets up there, now that they have them, they have the rockets away from this. They go from this now. Now you and know what why? they look like yeah. because they scrape against the dome, and that's what they've been doing. They put this in all the movies. If you look at War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise, the very first opening scene where that water droplet mm-hmm. is on the leaf, and it's a they playing with you. Yep. When you go to Truman Show, he's yep. in the dome, he's playing, and he's like, he shows his friend the golf ball. He said, "We're here." He thinks it's circle, but he lives in a dome, yep. and that's. I don't think there is, there is no, I think it is no space. Those right. planets you're looking at, you're looking at stars and you're seeing NASA with these CGIs that every time they show you a picture or a video, there's never stars around. It's always a black background, like like this background. Yeah. That's what they're doing. You're I in space right now. You're in space all right, right I'm, now. I'm a planet. <laughs> Saturn. If you can believe that, I'm Saturn. Because that's what that's all it is. So I, I don't I agree. believe planets and all that. I
0: agree. And, and when people ask me, I, I'm like, I don't know what's there. I know it's not what they're telling us. That's what I know. Right. So I don't know if the moon's a satellite or a reflection or what it is. I know we've never been there. And I know I know whatever it is is being lied to. So a lot of people ask us, why do they lie about this stuff? Like, what's the benefit, Tommy, LJ, for them lying about space? And part of my reason is, well, NASA is making billions of dollars a year. And most of this is not more than a money laundering situation when you see these government agencies. Right.
2: Look at it. Look at it. This is an analogy I want to use. Look at it like this. You remember when Batman, uh, right? Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. and he goes into that prison mm-hmm. and Bane tells him it's not, you know, to really get at you. It's to think that you're in a bottomless pit and you look up and you can't leave and go nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What they're doing to the, what these billionaires are doing in, in your face is is hyping you up, is getting, to, getting you to go crazy. So when you think, when you look up into that sky, like, man, billionaires are going to think when things happen. And trust me, when it starts to get dark around here and it starts to get violent and wild, like the purge, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And what they what the billionaires are showing you is that they're trying to show you is that if you look up, you may have a chance. You you can see hope. You see a way out. You, you can see us living in Mars. As long as they got you focused on that, instead of the reality that you ain't going nowhere, you can't right. escape this place. That is what they is is what they're killing you with. They're showing they're trying to show you that you can escape and go to Mars and all the rich people can go to Mars. And what's that gonna make normal people do is act crazy. And it's all about money. They, they get you to climb on top of each other. Like you know, World War Z, when they hit that dam, they they climb yeah, over yeah. that wall. Yeah. That's what they want you to do. They want you to always think that this. You can leave this place when it gets dark. It's not. You, you ain't going nowhere.
0: You ain't going nowhere. And as far as uh, like the reptilian factor that we talk about and the adrenochrome and all this kind of stuff, give me your stance on and again this is a lot of stuff I already know, but uh you know for the listeners, give me your stance on this because I talk all the time about like how these reptilian subhumans are are basically around us. They're amongst us. They're they're ruling us and we don't even realize it. Mhm.
2: Uh yeah. I mean you look at the 13 Illuminati bloodlines. If you I gotta speak biblical because that's where my teaching oh, wow, is my yeah. learning is. Uh in the book of Jasher, if you understand a certain bloodline called the Edomites, before uh they became Rome, before they became Britain, before they came into the you know United States, they were in a cave and Esau made it with a Horite. Horites are cavemen, so people who are not of a human. A human origin. They are not from the seed of Noah. Right. They are from a different. They were. They're. You could say they're reptilian. Right. That is where you know. That is where he mixed his seed, and that seed has been kind of grafted to remain into a specific bloodline. So you get reptilians and all that stuff. They are known as you know the fallen or the nephilim. And what they did was they were blood drinkers. They ate. They ate birds. They ate animals. They ate humans. They, that's just what. That's in their DNA. So if you can carry and graft that DNA all the way through into Queen Elizabeth, which we can agree easily, easily yeah. with that RH negative bloodline, mm-hmm. the, that's in their DNA to be cannibals. That's why you see a lot of spirit cooking and all that is because they want you. They want you to to get in cannibalism because they're in cannibalism and they tired, they tired of hiding it. They, wanted, they want you to get into drinking blood, getting blood facials. Like, you know, Sandra Bullock, you know, rubbing up, you know, a child's foreskin on her face like they want you into that because they're into it and they're tired of hiding. And what about uh little Nas X? I'm sure you got a lot to say about him. I mean, he's funny. Like I tell people all the time, like, yo, if you go to the circus, you expect to see clowns and I expect to be entertained by these clowns. You go. Some people go to the circus and get mad for clowns being clowns like fam, uh-huh. that's what they get paid to do to right. be clowns. And the thing is, he doesn't. Nothing he does really offends me. It's funny because it's, he's very creative of what he does. I said people don't understand. People not understanding where we're at. He's supposed to be this way. Right. <laughs> he's supposed to do this. It's supposed to come out. The they, when they talk about the darkness to the light, that's what they're doing. They're bringing the darkness to the light, and everybody. Wants, and so people's funny when they when you said that you know they uh, don't believe Satan's real. They are not doing any other. Devil. They're not doing any other God but Satan. Right. There's a hundred different pharaohs and a hundred different Egyptian gods they can use, Greek gods they can use. They keep using the same man.
0: Right. And and, uh, the funny thing is I think a lot of people get caught up in black hat, white hat, good guy, bad guy. You just said, you know, Lil Nas X, like he's a clown, right? He's he's funny. So I think that's, you know, people ask me on the political tip all the time. What about Candace Owens? What about Tucker Carlson? What about DeSantis? What about this one? I don't trust any of them, but that doesn't mean they're black hat part of the cabal necessarily. They could just sell out for money. Some people just do that. They shut up because they want to make sure their checks get cash. Like, give me your take on the fact that what does it take to get to that highest level? You know, when you get up to the level of Oprah and all them. And then do you, I'm sure you believe the same thing. Like some of these people ain't cabal. They're just stupid or sold out.
2: Right. It's, it's most of if it. If they can work you and manage you and they know what you want, everybody, they, everybody, they say, everybody has a price. Not me for saying okay. some of those people in that arena have a price. If it, and sometimes it's really cheap. If you look at it, if you give a guy $100,000 for them to be managed and make up laws and sign laws in effect or, and then pull them back. He'd be like, okay, I'm cool with that. You know, but at the end of the day, when you want more, and most of these people don't want anything else more than just money. Right. Like some people want more and more. And they're like, all right, well, you have to, if you want this, you have to give up your children. Or you have to send us pictures of your children naked. I'm like, all right, I can do that. Then they want more. All right, well, now you have to give us somebody you love. All right, I could do that, and no, that's how talking, they move man. you up. Like, if you want to keep giving more, they'll keep taking more. Right. That's how it works. Not everybody wants to give everything, but it's people who flirt with it.
0: And and uh, like I know the the other thing a lot of people don't understand. I mean, look at a fraternity, look at a sorority. It's the same exact process of indoctrination and cult-like behavior that you see there. And what do, what do they do in fraternities and sororities? They feed on the insecure people. I never joined a fraternity or sorority. I was a baseball player in college, but I didn't even have an interest in ever doing it because I don't want to be cloned and start chanting like everyone else wearing the same clothes, going to the same parties. That indoctrination process usually starts when they're young,
2: right? Like, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. They're impressionable at that age. And we're very tribal people. And you're, and you're right. That's why people join gangs. That's why people join fraternities, like, organizations. Yep. You have an an insecure, you have a gene in your, in your body that makes you insecure or a trait in you that makes you insecure and you flirt with needing to be better than everybody else. So you follow into a group, regardless if you know what's, what it's for or what it does, you feel like you're somebody when you're in that group. It's the same thing when we went, when we, you know, could play sports. Like you yeah. felt like you were a
0: part of something. You were jock. Yeah. You hung out with right. the football players, hung out with the baseball players. Right.
2: Right. So if you could be, you know, some guys can do sports and fraternities, but they, if you knew what, where that backstop is, if you knew where that actually led to, you wouldn't want to be a part of it. And that's, and I think that's what you're right. They're indoctrinating people to learn the ritual ways of getting money through sex, murder, lying, stealing, looking out for each other. It's all free Masonic. It's all Masonic beliefs. And that's what people are falling into now. And they don't understand why things never change.
0: And I don't think people understand that when you're you know, they usually like I came from a broken home. We grew up dirt poor. Like when you come up like that, you have that little chip on your shoulder. You have that extra insecurity where you need to prove something. And for me, it was Wall Street, right? Like I got pulled into the Wall Street world. You got pulled into the entertainment and athletics world. Everyone gets pulled into somewhere and people talk to me. Oh, you were on Wall Street for 10 years. You must be a shill and you must be Illuminati. And I was like, no, I left because I saw some stuff that, I, that didn't make sense, right? Like dudes doing things and and wanting things and it just didn't add up, right? The same thing right. that you thought, but uh I think what people don't understand is that it's 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 like a frog boiling in a pot, right? If young Larry Johnson goes to a party with a bunch of elite athletes and a bunch of dudes from the Chiefs and other football teams, and they're all doing something, they're taking this special drug or they're doing whatever it is, or there's a girl that seems a little young, but all the high end athletes are involved, that you just that starts to become like commonplace, right? And a lot of these guys don't know they've been indoctrinated until it's too late and blackmail's on them, right?
2: Right, and that's 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 majority of the situation that leads to. It's all blackmailing. They mm-hmm. get you in a compromising position. They get you drunk. They get you drugs, and then they film it. And then now you feel embarrassed. You can get out of it. I mean, they, I mean, you can get out of it unless you took a blood oath. But you can get out of it. But the thing is, people are so scared of being exposed. So, They're just like, I'm just going to keep I'm just going to keep my head down and keep going. And their money comes with it, too. So it's not even like they're not keeping you in and not
0: paying you. They're going to move you up as they as they get you in there.
2: And I think people should understand this when it comes to these new rappers and and, and the things that they're getting. Trust me, these guys are not that tough. And I'm saying this to even the old school rappers. They're not that tough. They have been compromised. Even the good ones been compromised. I'm guaranteeing you they have had to do a homosexual ritual or pedophile ritual behind closed doors. Yes, they're they're sneezing out their backside. They're, They're going through these rituals in order for them to keep... You have to. You have to keep a level of evil on these people so they'll never get away from you. They'll never tell the secrets. They'll never... You know, turn back and say, "Oh, I want to, I want to worship the Most High." Now they mm-hmm. have to keep these people in negativity, in sin, mm-hmm. in these trauma-based, you know, mind control programs in order for them to be successful.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you look at it with uh, Britney Spears. I mean, right. you've seen what's gone on that poor girl, everything that's gone on with her. What's your take on this ESPN stuff with this Rachel Nichols and Jimmy Butler and <laughs> that Jimmy Butler thing? With- Man,
2: I, I literally just laugh at that stuff because it's just it's just just trying to create something to create racial tension mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden New York Times I saw an article that said you know Rachel Nichols white and this <laughs> other girl black I'm like Maria Taylor whatever I said it. which is really funny to me because as far as Jews love to be proud of who they are calling themselves the chosen one now Rachel Nichols who is Jewish is all of a sudden white now, now she's white
0: not Jewish now yeah. she's
2: white now I was like man I need to get out of here with that crap
0: <laughs> another thing I saw you post and I know you don't got too much more time. So I'll, I'll wrap this up in a minute or two. But, um, another thing I saw you post about, uh, were you, did you stay up to date with the McAfee situation? John McAfee?
2: I kind of didn't. I, I, I lost out of it because I was after that I was, I was, I got bored with it. Right. out of nowhere, his, you know, his black wife came out and uh, crying and tearing. And then I just, I lost point. I lost interest after that. So he
0: was, uh, he was on the podcast, uh, I think episode seven or something like that. And uh, I have my takes on it. I I gave my stance on it and everything, but that building collapse in Florida, whether that was tied to that or not. um, I know you posted something. I don't remember what it was, but you posted something about how they knocked down that second building. Right. What do you think went on with that? What do you think was tied to that? That was crazy. Like how they just took that down without, just boom, just let's wipe this building out, too. What do you think and was behind th- that?
2: And the thing is, they did it so quick, too. It was like they had maybe a window of a week, it's like, yeah, it was like five days. Yeah. It was like it was like three days we're looking for you could bodies. They still been alive under there in an air pocket. And they're just like, bro. Right. Man. I think it made no sense. It was three days look for bodies. One day let's take a break. All, All of a sudden, good. let's take let's blow it down on 4th of <laughs> July while everybody watching fireworks. And then let's go, let's go find these bodies again. It made no sense. I don't even think they really found bodies under there. I think they already told people to get out, or whatever, or people that you know that they were uh, already probably dead. You know that building when you looked at it the first time it looked like nobody was in there. You didn't no. see anything in the balconies or anything like that before it collapsed. It was like nobody was even there. I mean,
0: th- that was that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen when they took that thing down.
1: They
2: do so- this stuff for like like a ritual. Like they just do it anytime you see the president wants to go down there and it's on the media. It's just it's just to get you your emotions going. That's all it is, and it all comes from the Jesuits. They do this, and I, I put a video on my Instagram talking about how they sunk the whole how they purposely sunk the Titanic because mm-hmm. four th- three of the guys that were uh, we're going to say no to the Federal Reserve. They were on that boat yep. that day. And they said they sunk that just to get these couple of people.
0: It's crazy. Like and it's it's obvious, you know, like you had people who were voting against the Federal Reserve. So they just whacked them like and then right. what was it? Who was it? J.P. Morgan, who didn't get on the boat?
2: You know, yeah, he surprised. said he was going to go. He didn't want yeah. to vote. And then we go. Then we fast forward to 9-11. How Silverstein,
1: mm-hmm. him, his the daughter, and his
2: son were supposed to go to work that day. And then we're told not to come into work.
0: Yep. I mean, and it's been doing this. I don't understand how people can't see it. Honestly, anything else you want to rip, riff on before I let you go? I know you got to run out, but anything else that you wanted to get out, being that they stole your platform, so let it, let it fly. Whatever you want to talk Maybe, about. Me, I don't.
2: I, I really don't care. Twitter, after a while, I wasn't being able to reach the people I can reach on Instagram because mm-hmm. they had a way to, to, to mess with the algorithm and they were hiding my tweets. Like mm-hmm. it, wouldn't get, it wasn't getting as traction as it it was when I was saying goofy stuff before I started waking up. Right. Like I like Instagram a little bit better because. You know, it's it's just a different community over there. People all kind of like agreeing. I like Instagram and, better, too. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot better. Plus, I can talk and teach through 15, you know, 10 to 15 video, uh, videos. And, and it's um, better when you can see the evidence. Right. You know, people want me to keep going in depth on Twitter. I'm like, I can't do that with 180 yeah. characters. Like, what do you want me to do? But I other- I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed this. Like, I enjoy, like, talking to you and, and being a part of this movement. Like, it's it's been fun.
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, guys like us are battle tested, right? Like, you know, we've been through it. I've everyone knows my story. I went to jail when I was younger. You've been through your stuff. And, you know, it it makes you tough and able to handle it. But at times, like this is just funny. You know, somebody's trolls and stuff like they're crazy. Sometimes the stuff I post is serious. And I know it's the same for you. Like we're trying to stop pedophilia. We're trying to make things happen with our voice as we can. Sometimes it's fun. Like, hey, let's think about you know, this crazy thing. And if this is possible and I think making it a mix of everything is what, you know, makes, makes you interesting to people, you know, and then the the nice thing about Instagram before I kick it back to you is sometimes on Instagram, you could just post something in your story and you ain't got to worry about comments or anything, right? Like this, I'm just going to leave up in here. It'll be gone in 24 hours. And then other stuff you could choose what stays there for a long time.
2: Right. And the one thing I I want, I want this generation to stop doing and when is when somebody says something controversial or say something like right now, everything we've been saying has been coming to true. like mm-hmm. everything we've been saying. what I want people to stop doing every time somebody says something that's disagreeable to you, don't go through his past. Don't go through all the stuff and trying to find reasons to 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 leverage that. That's such a weak trait and habit that this generation loves doing. Instead of mm-hmm. appreciating the backstory that man, this person's changed from where he is now to now to yep. seeing. This information. Now that's what we should focus on. But now it's everybody's. Like, every time me and you say something, hey, you remember that time that you got arrested? I'm yeah,
0: like, yeah, I remember you robbed the bank. Like, I do anything. got
2: nothing to do with anything. And and the funny thing
0: is, and I think that's that's why we can bond a little bit because you know, you just you just walk through it, right? Like at this point, you just walk through it and don't care. But it's just weak that people always need to do that. Um, but but I think that happened in you know we were talking about Q. I don't talk about it much on here. But I think that happened even in our own movement, right, where people are like following you like me and you woke a lot of people up this summer. You know, we've looked at our impressions. We're like in the billions between the two of us over a four month period. And, you know, you wake a lot of people up and people are all all in LJ, all in Tommy, all in whoever else they follow until you start saying something against what they believe. And then all of a sudden you're a
2: psyop. (laughs) (laughs) Or I got called a print. I got called a Mason all that. I was like, fam, fam, I, I I cannot be, I wasn't controlled. I was, I couldn't control me when I was doing, was doing the worldly stuff. Now you think I'm, I'm controlled because I thought no. I said, people don't understand. I'm not doing this for clout. I'm not doing this for followers. I'm not doing, I'm doing this because I specifically, me as a person, I need An enemy in my life in order for my in order for me to be balanced and be leveled. I have to have an enemy. It was like that when I was playing sports. I have to have somebody I go against. And that's when I woke up and I I benefit from this because I have an enemy. It is not people. It's not any of people who follow me on that. It is people who are way above you. I they know I'm talking to them. Those those people. These are the people I'm trying to, you know, old school expression to get off at the wrong bus stop. I'm I'm trying to go to war with these people. I'm not going to war with people who follow me or people who disagree with my comments. Like it's much bigger than you. I'm going I got to go, you know, above and below.
0: And and that's the thing. Like certain of us, I believe a certain group of us are chosen to fight this fight and to be those warriors, be that one percent that goes and takes the bullets and forms as a shield for everyone else. And, you know, when people say I feel so bad, these people are coming after you. You know, they're not coming after us. We're just in their way. You know they're coming after you guys. You know we're just standing in front of them. But mm-hmm. so, LJ, I appreciate you coming on, I, dude. I actually letting you off on time for the first time ever. <laughs> right? I, I promised you an. I promised you two thirty, and we're getting off at two thirty. So, any final words, my brother?
2: No, you should get a. You know, I, I hope I could uh, send you a bottle of champagne. This is literally like the the longest episode we've done when you didn't use the f word.
0: Yeah, I've been good, right? <laughs> I've been good. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> But uh, ladies, and gentlemen, Larry Johnson, good friend of mine. Follow him on Instagram at two Larry Johnson seven. And just to prove that Larry ain't doing this for no other reason than himself. I asked him before the show, is there anything you want to promote, anything you want to push? And he just said truth. So that's, that's what we're doing. We're just speaking here. So follow him on Instagram. His videos are absolute white, hot fire. Uh, you got to teach me how to do those things. Cause I'm not good with that, but your videos are fire, bro. I love them, but thanks for coming on my man. And I, uh, and I'll talk to you in a couple of days.
2: I appreciate you. All
0: right. Later, LJ. And that'll do it for the show. The first ever no mercy video version. Uh, Larry killed it as usual. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys get over to the YouTube page. Even if you're listening to this on iTunes, check it out, subscribe. Uh, I don't know if you review or anything on YouTube. I don't know how that shit works, but go over to YouTube. Hit subscribe, No Mercy podcast, subscribe. We're going to be doing a lot more videos, a lot more video content. I promised you guys that la- that last week. I promised you we were going to put out more episodes. And bang, one week later, another episode and on video. And next week, I got a banger for you, too, uh, that you guys are going to be excited about. So go over to YouTube.com if you're not there right now. No Mercy podcast and subscribe. I think we have a new handle on Instagram and Twitter also. If I'm not mistaken, I should know all this stuff. I shouldn't be searching it right now, especially since this isn't live. So I could literally pause this and do it to not take up your time. But um, instead, I'm going to fumble through it. So you're going to go to Instagram and the new handle is shadow band. That's why I can't find it. It's no mercy. Tommy G. Easy to remember. So go to Instagram, follow no mercy. Tommy G. Go to YouTube if you're not there already. Subscribe to this one, No Mercy Podcast, and then follow me because I'm awesome. I'm going to drop fire all the time at Tommy G Returns, everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, it's pretty much everywhere because I'm banned from everywhere else. So that's it. What else can you do? I mean, go to 4 You can do that. Number 4deepbets.com. Go there, sign up, go down, go, go do that. Uh, if you like gambling or fantasy, Promo code mercy20, 20% off, or promo code free Shirt, which gets you nailed it. Free shirt. That's it. So uh, first video in the books. Another one coming next week. Good luck. Stay questioning, mother effers. Oh. <laughs> ain't, ain't no mercy. Ain't,
1: ain't, ain't no mercy.